Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, we celebrate your branches. Are you Barbara Walters singing the song? Daylight Dollar Short. But, um, you think, okay, how long after, this is a long debate, this is a long, long debate, but how long after Christmas? holiday hanukkah whatever kwanzaa how long how many days afterwards do you still say happy holidays um because by the time everyone hears this it'll be monday mm -hmm. it'll be what three three days removed two days removed mm -hmm. from christmas yeah do we still say happy holidays to our listeners out there yeah because it's still one holiday coming up it's new year's it's not really a holiday. I mean, it's not to me, but it's, I mean, it's, it's kind just, of a holiday. It's just kind I of. I feel like if you want to put it, lump it into the, because some people think it's a holiday. Mm -hmm. So it's like, and it's very close to Christmas yeah. and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and yeah. everything. So it's like, if you want to really say happy holidays, you can lump that in there too. It's like a week after all of it, after everything else. So it's more like a, it's more like a reset. It's a reset to me. I, I don't think it's a holiday. Me neither. I don't. But happy people hard, do. Happy hard reset. Happy hard reset. Coming to you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. There's someone out there listening right now I'd like to give a hard reset to. You know what I'm saying? Know what I'm talking about? A hard reset? Yeah. Giving that, giving that three-finger salute. <laughs> know what I'm talking about? That control-alt-delete. I've never thought about it that way, but I guess that, that does make sense when you think like the three three finger yep. reset, control alt delete. Yep. Yeah, that I mean that tracks. That tracks. Thanks for tuning in to Geek Talk. <laughs> <laughs> follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter at State Your Take. Uh check out our Spotify playlist. You know what I noticed? So we're like twenty minutes away from 24 hours of straight music on the state your take list dang we're almost there it's not really it really hasn't been hard to get there though so it hasn't been hard at all it's just like we just like, just add music in there just watch the tank fill up watch the <laughs> <laughs> just just watch it click away so you just drop this in there and drop this in there yep. where are we at no okay not just, yet not yet, not yet. just okay. gotta let it crest right above the where it's supposed to spill over um and then check out our merch store if you want to and check out the state your takeaway have great sweatshirts you can wear them for maybe like a couple more weeks in houston yeah a couple more weeks and then you know rest of the rest of the country you can probably have them for a few more months but yeah but in houston you got like two weeks two weeks max. at the most at the most um how you doing sir how was your week how was your holiday it was cool um christmas was cool like christmas was cool uh what'd you get i got some shoes what'd you get some Jordan Zoom ninety twos. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, that's kind of that's kind of like your go to gift, isn't it? Like every year you get a pair of shoes, right? It's cool because like I can get Jordans now as an adult because I could never get them as a child. Facts, my mom bro. was never like my mom was like I'm not paying that much for shoes. Dude, and it's like seriously. now I got my own money. I can do what I want. Yeah, but it's like yeah. I I tried to get some of the new um the neon Air Max ninety fives that dropped a few weeks ago. Mm. Um, so I went to the outlet store. I didn't, I didn't think about this before, but you know, buying them online, they're always going to be marked up. 
Yeah. And then I went to the outlet store and I saw that they were like pretty pretty well discounted. How much discount you think? Uh maybe like 15 20% off. Wow, just for walking. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, you could do other things with them. I mean, yeah, but like I'm saying, like that's that's a pretty healthy discount for just walking into a store. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what you meant. I thought you yeah. meant what you were gonna do. For, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, just yeah. for walking into a store. I mean, like, cause you can get them online, but you can pay twenty percent less because I walked in here and got them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, like theoretically, yeah, they should always be less at the outlets, but they also I would have hope so. they also have like kind of a shit selection. So like, you you very rarely go to an outlet and find a gem. Yeah, you know, but every once in a while, you may find something. And you're just like, oh wow, this is yeah. this was cool. So you got some shoes. What else did you get? Uh, I got um, like uh, I got that. It's like a, a it's like a a bar set. It has like wine stoppers. Oh, and the uh, the muddler thing. And yeah, the shaker. Yeah, yeah. I got all that because I like to drink. Because you be you be making mojitos in your downtime. I mean, if I can make a mojito. I'm I'm not gonna not make a mojito. I think you would like a mojito. Oh, I love mojitos. They're yeah, great. you should make them. No, yeah, and I, I have the muddler, and I could do that. I can you get do like that the now. mint leaves. I could just muddle the mint yep. leaves, and I can do all that. And I can yep. have, I can do that now. Um, let me get. Let me give you a little bit of a, a tip. Sure. If you don't necessarily want, uh, you know, well, I don't know how you how do you feel about flavored rums. I mean, I mean, I've had some that are good, have some that are bad. All right. Well, if you can get yourself a Bacardi Limon, okay, use that for your mojito. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that tracks. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. How was your Christmas, though? Uh, it was all right. Just went to go see the, the rents, the parents. Yeah. It was just me and them. Um, I actually didn't see my parents this year. Oh, oh my mom. Because my mom, my mom had COVID. Yeah. So I had to, like, I, I figured had, she was going to be. Yeah. She's on quarantine. We had our, like, we all did, like, a Zoom call. Yeah. And uh, we sorry. I mean, she's fine. Look, thankfully, like she's not. Um, she like I think she heard her her sense of smell and taste diminished a bit. Yeah. But like other than that, she's doing pretty well. Like I think she's off. She's gonna off. She's gonna be off quarantine like January first. So so far, like she's just been fine. So we did that. Well, I actually went to my girlfriend's mom's house, and my sister went with me. That's cool. Um. Yeah, it was cool. Like. I don't know. I'm out like uh, her niece. I can see how people like Christmas if you have kids. Like if you have kids, I can see why. Yeah, you want to see them enjoy Christmas. Right. Me, like I've been like Grinch gang for a while now. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm there too. Yeah. Like Christmas just doesn't hit the same. I don't really give. I don't give a fuck about like the reindeers or the Santa (laughs) Santa or Santa Claus or. Like I would run up on Santa Claus right now if I really like. He's he's the ultimate lick. <laughs> like he's a jolly fat dude. Like he's not really hitting the gym or anything. He's like I'll, I thought you can catch Santa slipping easily. I think Santa might have like that grown man strength though. But like like you know how you have like that thick body grown man yeah, kind no, of strength. I, he might, but like I'm saying like also he's I, used to the cold, so he, he knows is. how to fight on ice. He probably does. He's probably got good hips ability. He is good yeah. good strength. But like in the lower body, I'm saying like if he comes down the chimney, I'm waiting on the side of the chimney, like Malcolm X in that photo, with a gun. With a gun, like, you're gonna rob him at gunpoint. Run that shit, Santa. Oh run God. that. Run the where the bag at? Where the you bag what, at? You know what I've always always wondered is you. Just, so they always say that like Santa makes all his gifts mm-hmm. at his workshop on the yeah. North Pole with the elves, right? Yeah. This all made sense when the gifts were like teddy bears and like those toy wooden horses with the wheels on them you know saying all that little like you know 
gadgets and doodads. It right? tracks, yeah. Nowadays, you think Santa's making like they're making they make a PS Five and a wooden like, horse, yeah, like Nintendo Switches and shit. They're making Nintendo and Sony and, Mac, and Microsoft products in the same place. And if that's the case, why are they so hard to find? Also, ultimate lick. Like if you could just run by Santa's <laughs> workshop, like where are you getting the raw materials from to make all this? That shit? That is the caper. Like. To just run up on Santa Workshop and just be like, and just start wearing there, start putting the elves and just like, and and grab Mrs. Claus like, where the, where that fat nigga at? <laughs> Bring his ass out here right now. Or you can forget, get your ass out here. Or your bitch get two of the chest right now. On God, get your ass out here right now. What if you ran up into Santa's workshop and in the front they're making the toys, yeah, but in the back they have like an illegal gambling ring. That would also attract too with like chicken fights and shit. That'd be weird. And there's like stacks and stacks of fucking illegal black market merchandise. That'd be weird because it's like you don't get like, enough from just like the shit you're doing off the top. Like, nah, man. He's got to go to the underground. He's got to go to the underworld. I guess that's how you fund this shit, right? Yeah. And like, then, oh, I got it. Okay. So elves in the front. Yeah. Foot soldiers in the back. And then Shredder and Santa are like working together in cahoots. They're like, they're like oh, they're like two sides of a coin. Yeah. And then the Ninja Turtles got to come up. This is like a fucking crossover for the ages. Yeah. You got the Ninja Turtles. You got Charlie Brown. They're all coming to, to the workshop to try to save the, the, the workshop from being ton of, run over by gangsters. Yeah. This is a great crossover. Somebody needs to give this movie the green light. He's ultimate lick, though. Like, for real. No, I agree with you. He's I, got he's, a bunch of shit that, you know, he'll never see it coming. He probably, we never know about Santa's security team. No. You know? No. He's probably not strapped. He's not. Maybe he just he just slides people's chimneys just like by himself. He's going there solo. Those reindeer though, they seem a little cantankerous. They do, but they know that they wait outside. Like you coming in by yourself. Yeah. Like it's just me and you. Like if like I like my odds. If I have like if if, if I'm strapped and you coming in and I catch you and I catch you all by surprise, I like my odds. Like I'm just like run that. Sh- you know what it is. Run that shit, Santa. What's your favorite Christmas movie? My favorite Christmas movie without my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. Oh, it's Bad Santa. Bad Santa. Bad Santa. Yeah, I mean it's like it's Bernie Mac mm-hmm. and Tony Cox. Yep, like he was because people see you see Bernie Mac and Billy Bob Thornton. Tony Cox yep. was the was the funniest person in that movie. He was a he was Fuck a him. underrated underdog. Of Their that movie. band, like him and the banter between him and Billy Bob Thornton is just fucking. And that little kid too. Like oh, yeah. anytime that kid was on screen was just straight comedy. <laughs> Mickey sandwich. It's like what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Are you trying to say there's something wrong with my fuck stick? That's the best line in the movie. It's the best line in the movie. <laughs> yeah. No, I love Band Santa. I'm, I'm pretty sure at one point I could quote that whole movie to you. It was it was an amazing film. Like, yeah. I was just like, man, because everyone in the movie was kind of disgusting. Yep. And then, like, at the end, you're still rooting for everyone. What was that girl's name? The one that fucked Santa in the in the car? Lauren Graham. Yeah, and she was, like, a wholesome, like, girl on... Just Gilmore the, Girls. Gilmore Girls, right? Yeah. And next thing you know, she's fucking Santa fuck Claus. Fuck me Santa, fuck me Santa, fuck yeah, me Santa. Yeah, in the backseat of a car. Like, yeah. a real little plot twist for her. De- it was a great departure. Yeah, it was. Oh. <laughs> what about you? Um, My favorite Christmas movie... Mm, you know, it's probably Charlie Brown Christmas. Okay. You know, it's like classic. it's just the one I can always go to, and I always know I'm gonna enjoy anything Charlie Brown. Like I'm really gonna like. I even like the movie. Did you see the movie that they did not too long ago? Yeah, like, it was fucking fun. I mean, yeah, Charlie Brown really doesn't miss though. Doesn't miss. Like it just kind of hits like these like because when you, when you see it, it shouldn't work, mm-hmm. but it does. Especially it shouldn't it should not work today? Yeah, in 2020. Work, 
but it's still so fucking fun. It's so so cute. It's so adorable. Yeah, it's really good. But I like Bad Santa too. I like a lot of the Christmas movies, honestly. Like Home Alone is great. And yeah. Even though it's not really a Christmas movie, it's just kind of like it takes place at Christmas. Yeah, so at Christmas, it's like it's like Iron Man three. It's like it's not a Christmas movie; it just takes place at Christmas, right? Um, and we're not gonna get into the whole Die Hard thing, but right, whatever. Um, what else? Anything else cool happened for Christmas? Uh, I got a tracksuit. I got an Adidas tracksuit. Oh, you did? Yeah. So I, I had to, I had to actually per- I had to get somebody to purchase more Adidas gear to me as opposed to just them giving me a sponsorship. That I've been, shit. Like, what is the fucking holdup? We'll get there one day, man. We'll get there one day. Like, we'll, we'll get to the point where someone gives you Adidas shit and you're like, I already got this. And I know they see it too. Like, right, I know like, they see like, my cries. I, I, I got a sponsorship. You know, do you not know? You, you not ain't know the even vibes? Know. I got, I got sponsorship. Like, bro, like. You know who else has a sponsorship to Adidas? Who? Lolo. Oh, yeah. Are you trying to be like. Why? That's the only reason I got into Adidas because I was like, oh, she's on Adidas. If I get on Adidas, maybe Uh-oh. we get invited to the Adidas, you know, holiday party. You got it bad, bro. She liked my tweet this week. Yeah. You got it bad. Hey, man. If it wasn't so close, I wouldn't be still on it. But it's still within range. Like, I can still see it. I can, it's see it. I can't touch it, but I can see it. When you're on the phone, hang up, Shut call up, right dude. back. Don't even talk to me about that. <laughs> Did you watch Wonder Woman 84 yet? I'm going to watch it today. I haven't watched it yet, though. I'm about to spoil the shit out of this movie. That's okay. I think I like. I don't think it really spoiled that much to me. Uh, honestly, no, there wasn't any like shocking like yeah. moments or anything like that. Nothing that you wouldn't have already seen coming. It's like she's a zebra. It's like I don't, <laughs> I don't know what she can do to really. But I've been seeing a lot of negative talk surrounding this movie mm. this week, and it, and it's really just been like irking the shit out of me because some of the like it's one thing to you know d- discuss the movie. And like some of its merits and some of its downfalls and things like that. But the shit that I'm seeing is just so nitpicky and weird. Okay. And that like it's always odd to me whenever we see people take apart the comic book movies, the comic book movies of all, and try to like break them down as to like, oh, why this character do this? And we don't do the same thing with like Christopher Nolan movies, which are which are basic. Like someone said that like a Christopher Nolan movie is basically a, a visual math equation. No, it's not. Who the fuck said that? Well, I mean, it's just like because you're all you're always trying to like think about like how does the fucking story make sense and all this. Kind was of Dark Knight Rises not Chris Nolan? No, it was. Didn't he put all the cops in a hole? But he also did like Inception. Yeah, but he put all Tenet. the cops in a hole. Have you seen Tenet? I've not seen that. Well, I've I've had people that seen Tenet don't even know what Tenet is about. I'm saying like he put all the cops the the entire okay. Gotham City right. police right. force okay. Okay. in right. a hole one time one time he did it one time I'm not saying no, he's not a good filmmaker no, I'm, I'm not, just saying no, uh, yeah. we don't we don't put the same amount of emphasis on other movies that we do when we try to like you know critique the, I'm, no, I'm the trying, plot I'm, holes and storylines I'm, I'm like, like I'm backing your point with that because I'm saying like we can't say it's a math question he says put all the cops in a hole. Like I, I, I like the Dark Knight Rises, but I'm saying like you can't just say oh it's a math question. Like no, the fuck it's not. Like he put every police officer underneath the city, and yet we do not trap them in the city. Like we do not give that same kind of energy to that movie. But anyway, like I was saying, um, been been seeing that it's, it's trash. Been seeing that Wonder Woman is trash, and I just do not wow. agree with that. Um, one of the points that people have said is like, well, why did she? Like, want to not give up Steve Trevor. I mean, she's only known him for a week. Like, she she doesn't really... She's a goddess. Like, why would she give up 
you know, she's, she shouldn't be so, like, in love with him. And to that, I say this. The beginning of this movie, Wonder Woman 84, starts off with, like, Themyscira Ninja Warrior uh, uh, flashback to when Diana was a child uh, growing up. And she's going through this fucking, it's this awesome sequence of like them doing like Ninja Warrior type obstacle course where they have to like, no, it's fucking sick. No, I've, I've seen like, like of it, rope yeah. climbing and jumping through hoops and riding on horseback and shooting arrows and stuff like that. And she's kicking ass throughout most of it, right? Mm -hmm. And then she gets a little cocky. She looks back. She gets smacked in the face with a tree. And then she, <laughs> she, she, she falls off the path and then she has to find a different way. She has to find a shortcut. Which is ultimately cheating, you know, but, later I mean, on. But it's, it's there. So to I did me, it. it's old-fashioned gamesmanship. Yeah, you know it's, what I'm it's there, so I used it. What do you it's mean? The, it's the Patriot way. This is her version of filming another team's hey, practice. I cannot knock that. But anyway, the whole movie's theme is surrounding the truth and consequences. Like, mm -hmm. telling the truth and the consequences of your actions, right? So, but anyway... Um, the fact of the matter is that at this point, Wonder Woman has only really been around in like man's world for like 40 years at this point. Okay. Um, and before that, she had no interactions with people outside of Themyscira, right? right? So we go back to the original Wonder Woman. She had, she's not she's not very well versed in social interactions is what I'm saying. She keeps right. to herself mostly. Even in the movie in in Wonder Woman 84 they made a point to say, "Oh, she doesn't go out. She doesn't she doesn't date. She's only dated Steve Trevor. She's only dated one guy, right? Yeah. First man she ever laid eyes on, she fell in love with him, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not hard to do because Chris Pine is a pretty attractive dude. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> but anyway, the point is that I'm trying to make is that it doesn't matter if you're 14 or if you're 40. If you don't have the experience of meeting people and falling in love, then you're not going to be very emotionally mature. Right. So you're going to act a little childish at some point. And at this point, it's very apparent that they tried to mirror her reaction to losing the Ninja Warrior uh, obstacle, obstacle course when she was a child to when she had to face the, the, the moment where she has to give up Steve Trevor. At that point, and she's like, "Why can't I have this thing? Why can't I win? It's not fair. Why don't? Why can't I? Can I can only do this thing? I give so much of myself. Why da 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 da? It's because she's a fucking teenager at this point, emotionally. Even if she's only been a, she's been around for like hundreds of years, she's a goddess. She still doesn't have the 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 the, the emotional um, growth to be like, well, this is the right thing to do. I guess I should do it, and then just do it." This is the part of it that I think a lot of people don't get is that when they see Wonder Woman in like the comics or even in like the animated Justice League stuff, she's all, she's been she's fucking Wonder Woman like for years and years and years and years, thousands of years. We're seeing like Wonder Woman origins right now. She has she's a girl, not yet a woman. Yeah, here's the thing about that though. I just like I I, I get everything you I get everything you said. Come on. No, like here's the thing. I, oh, I, I, I don't agree with you. I just feel like you put a lot of work into that. That's not even necessary because it's like I know women that have been women <laughs> full their entire life and have been with men yeah. their entire life and yeah. have done dumb shit for dick. That's just true, stupid true. shit for That's dick. That's very true. And this is like you've been with men your entire life. Mm -hmm. This is even the first guy that you've been with that you've done some dumb shit for dick. Like, we all do dumb shit for dick and or vagina. Like yep. I don't understand how that's even a pothole. Very true. It's not a pothole at all. It's not. It's very. It's very on brand. Second, second, <laughs> second one that I've seen is that um, 
there's a moment when uh, we get introduced to the invisible jet for the very first time <laughs> and uh steve trevor is flying the plane and they fly through um a fireworks scene which they noticed is like it's all of a sudden fourth of july in washington dc right <laughs> and they're just like okay well like that would have it would have been nice to have some sort of setup to uh you know let everybody know that it's fourth of july but you know but whatever whatever, whatever. We're, here. we're here it's fireworks, it's fireworks right it's like. and so steve trevor goes and he flies through the fireworks scene in the plane and it's this gorgeous like lit up yeah. colorful scene they're they're in love they're together they're going to save the world they're together. watching fireworks they're watching fireworks shit. it's fine it's fun it's it's kind of sweet and romantic right but everyone is like well, don't you think that someone who has potential PTSD would be adverse to flying through fireworks in a plane? And All to right. that I say, All right. to that I say, what indication would lead you to believe that uh, Steve Trevor has PTSD or even potential PTSD? I looked up what some of the symptoms, the behavioral symptoms of PTSD. Uh, agitation, irritability, hostility hypervigilance, self-destructive behavior, or social social isolation. You haven't seen this movie yet, but in the no. first movie, have you? do you notice any sort of those um, uh, the behavioral uh, uh, characteristics of Steve Trevor, the character? He wasn't in Saving Private Ryan, so no. Was he Wonder was Woman. more well-rounded and well-kept in this movie, I would say, than in the first one because he's amazed at the shit that he sees. There's a sequence where he's getting dressed for his, uh, you know, to go out, and like he's changing outfits, and like he's very funny and comfortable, and he's not at all like apprehensive to going outside. He, like he wants to see shit. Like he wants to see this new world. There's no indication that this man suffers from PTSD, and yet all these people are like why would he want to see fireworks? It's like, dude, look, I get it. Like, it's a very real thing. It's a very scary thing, like PTSD. Like, we hear it all the time. Whenever July 4th rolls around, Memorial Day, whenever we're setting off fireworks, there's always somebody that says, be uh, kindful, be mindful of your neighbors who may be suffering from PTSD. And I totally understand that. But we're dealing with a movie here. We're dealing with a character that does not suffer from PTSD, plain and simple. If they did... They would probably make a better point to uh, point that out. My thing is like, where was his energy about concern about PTSD on Christmas Eve, where all of a sudden I hear fireworks going off? On, like, when did that become a fucking thing? That was a weird thing. When did that become a thing where there are fireworks off on Christmas? You you felt it too? Because I was I hearing heard, it I was on like, my what side the of town. Fuck is going on? Like, I literally, I literally just like shot up in bed. I was looking around, like, what the fuck is happening? I thought yeah. niggas were shooting. Like. I, Christmas fireworks is not a thing. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. And I don't need... I, don't, don't make it a thing. We don't need it to think, be a thing. If you're doing it, fucking stop it. Like, so I don't know why you have the energy for Wonder Woman mm -hmm. having fireworks in a movie. Meanwhile, yeah, yeah, I hear shooting off fireworks on Christmas Eve yeah. in real fucking life. Yeah. Like, I... No, that was a, that was a thing that did not need to happen. No, it, it needs to stop immediately. Um, another final point, because I could spend all day on this, but I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. But the final thing that I've seen is just basically the that the villain wasn't uh, scary enough. And in my opinion, Black Mask, uh, Maxwell Lord, was not meant to be a frightening villain. He was meant to be a villain that we could see ourselves becoming, because at the be in, you know in this movie. He is not a successful person. He's very greedy, but he's also 
very um, ambitious, we also learn at the very in the tail end of the movie. We understand where he comes from. We understand why he is the way that he is a little bit more. And that, you know, if given, if, if at some point everything is taken away from you, you may be more inclined to give everything or take everything that you can in order to succeed. It, there's no free lunches in nature. Like no. you have to give up something in order to gain something. The problem that I had with the movie was that they didn't give Cheetah enough room to breathe as a villain. Like, in in all honesty, she should have been a much larger adversary for for Diana um, rather than Maxwell Lord. Yeah. Um, and it didn't really give that you know relationship or that that character room to breathe, and they 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 took it away. Essentially, um, they guess I'm doing that. Yeah, we don't know if that. I mean, it's possible that she could come back in another form or, or something else. But um, I really enjoyed all the performances. I thought Kristen Wiig did a great job. Pedro Pascal did a great job. Uh, like I said, Chris Pine was my personal most enjoyable part about the whole movie. And then Gal Gadot is just breathtakingly beautiful. Like she's <laughs> like it's almost distracting at how attractive she is to me. Um, but I mean, like, look. If you didn't like the movie, okay, that's fine. I'm not telling you that you have to like the movie. But don't be out there actively discouraging someone from seeing the movie because it may end up being someone's favorite movie, okay? That's all I'm going to say. Was a black mask, like, was he, was, did he kind of translate to the Birds of Prey black mask? Because uh, I really enjoyed that black mask and Birds of Prey. A little bit. It's a different, um, okay. So that's interesting. I never, I don't really thought about it. Yeah, because like I enjoyed. I will you say America's this: Black Mask. I think I thought that was a very underrated performance. Very underrated. Very good. It was a very. You and you and McGregor is awesome, and he's going to be Obi Wan Kenobi again, which is fucking fucking great. But um, I will say that this Maxwell Lord in this movie is more like. Uh, I, I you know I don't even want to say he's like Trump. Because that's too on the nose of a comparison, but it on purpose though. I mean, there's a lot of parallels that you can yeah, make. There's that. a lot of parallels. You're on can purpose make. though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but just watch. Just go out there and watch a movie, and if you enjoy it, you enjoy it. It's not trash. Don't say a movie is trash. If you can't, I seen it, I can't make if anything. you can't make a movie better than this, then you can't say a movie is trash. That's mm, that's fair. Okay, let's talk about something else. Let's. Let's talk about someone who makes trash movies. <laughs> Kirk Cameron. What the fuck, dude? Um, what show was he on again? Growing Pains. Growing Pains. I know that, yeah, like he was on there with Alan Thicke. Alan Robin Thicke's dad. Right. Joanna Kearns. Okay. She was the mom. Okay. Tracy Gold, who... None of these names sound familiar to she me, was except for Alan Thicke. She's kind of the face of anorexia. What? Yeah, Tracy Gold was anorexic. Like, she's probably the first... Slipper that I remember being anorexic. Okay. Um, and then there was Jeremy Miller, who was Ben Seaver, and Leonardo DiCaprio was on the show. This is where he got his. Oh. Yeah, he was on the show. Right. Okay. Yeah. So Leo kind of like really just kind of like took a rocket ship and said, see, see you guys. Yeah, he fucking got out of here. Yeah, he's. Do you gone. think that him and Kirk Cameron have any sort of communication still? I like with, with Kirk Cameron's um, actions in movies. I would say fuck no. Okay. Absolutely not. If anything, I would be I wouldn't be surprised if if you asked you like what do you think of Kirk Cameron? He'd be like, fuck her Cameron. Like that would totally track to me if that was what happened. 
Dateline! Kirk Cameron organizes caroling, 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 caroling protests amid California's COVID-19 surge. You don't fucking, I'm glad. I hope you spit that out. Go ahead, spit that out. I got it now. That's why Caroline. <laughs> Actor Kirk Cameron is facing criticism for organizing at least two events in Southern California in recent weeks where dozens of maskless, maskless people stood shoulder to shoulder to sing Christmas carols in protest of state and local stay-at-home mandates. I'm ready to go out in 38 minutes. It's T minus 38 minutes for our Christmas caroling peaceful protests, Cameron said in an Instagram post in advance of an event he held in the parking lot of the, of the Oaks Mall in Thousand Oaks, California. We are going to be celebrating our God-given liberties and constitutionally protected rights at this time at Christmas to sing Christmas songs to gather, to assemble, and to sing about the birth of our Savior. Um, this is also Southern California right now, if you don't know, is a hot, a scorching hotbed for COVID outbreaks. They are literally at capacity in ICU units. They have no more beds available. Okay. They are on a strict, strict stay at home order. Not to the point where they're like rallying people up that are out and about, but it is vastly different than here in Texas. Yeah. Um, the Oaks Mall posted a statement to Twitter Tuesday. We do not condone this irresponsible yet constitutionally protected peaceful protest event planned. We share your concern and have notified the sheriff's office. As well, we have reached out to the event planner to ask that they do not use the Oaks as their venue. Translation, my name is Bennett. I'm not in it. The mall is located in Ventura County, part of the Southern California region. A group of counties under state-mandated stay-at-home order triggered by low ICU capacity. Gatherings are prohibited with the exception of worship and political expression. The state reports over 1.9 million cases and continues to surge, reporting tens of thousands of new cases daily. This is nuts. State your take, Ed. State your take, Ed. I'm trying to gather my... Okay. Are you speechless? A little bit. Not really. I guess here's the thing. It's um, the stay-at-home order thing and processing that is a nuanced issue. You know, it's like there are people that... Like, like we talked about people being homeless and like not having food. They don't... People don't have food because they don't have jobs. Right. Oh, they don't have money because they can't work and they can't work because they have to stay at home. Mm-hmm. So it's a nuanced issue. So... I get that part. Like, I don't want to make it seem like it's everyone's here is crazy. Like some people have valid stakes in why they want to not stay home and go back to work. Um, my issue is, is that you are out here risking COVID to sing Silent Night with fucking Kirk Cameron, who's by far the least talented member of go- of, of Growing Pains. Like you're willing to whistle life and limb to sing Jingle Bells with Kirk fucking Cameron. Jingle Bells doesn't even slap like that. It doesn't slap like that. None of these carols slap like that. You'd be out here singing and risking your life with Kirk Cameron. Like uh, Some of his co-stars, as the aforementioned Tracy Gold tweeted, checking in with my dear brother Mike. Kirk Cameron, as your more intelligent sister, I want you to know that I disapprove. 
telling you. I'm worried about you, brother, and your family. Wear a mask, stay home, sing later. Y'all want to die for Mike Seaver? Uh, Jeremy Miller. Ben Seaver, the younger brother of Mike Seaver. Also said, while I will always love my brother Kirk, I could not disagree more with his holding these maskless events at a time when, sa- when safety and concern for others is an extreme priority. I truly couldn't be more disappointed in him. Not mad, just disappointed. The fam ain't down with the shit. Like, the fam ain't with you. Like, fam is not... The Seavers are upset. Kirk Cameron is, like, a hardcore, like, religious dude, right? That's his fucking... That's his fan base. Like, he did Left Behind, and he got on with that shit. And, like, that's the only people that, that put money in his pockets is the, hard, is the hard Christian people. That's why he's out here caroling and shit. But I just don't... Under, like, where are your standards? Like, you... If, if it's Mariah Carey, I get it. Like, if you want to sing Carol's with Mariah Carey, you want to sing All I Want for Christmas, like, I can't even be mad at you. If she's like, I'm singing All I Want for Christmas mm-hmm. in the parking lot, mm-hmm. come sing with me, I like, I can't even be mad at you. No. But it's Mike Seaver. Yeah. You want to go die for Mike Seaver? I mean, look, people get really weird when it comes to celebrities. Growing pains? Celebrities that they grew up with. That's that's really all I'm gonna say about that. I, I, I just don't get it. Like, fucking, he had a friend named Boner. Didn't that guy die? Boner? Yeah. Did he die? Didn't he like in real life die? Damn. Like pretty tragically. Like, cause the thing is, like, it'll be AKA Boner when he dies too. Like, that's gonna be. How many followers on Instagram do you think Kirk Cameron has? Too many. Just take a guess. Um, a million. No, no. Is it more than that? No, it's less. Oh wow. Um, fifty five hundred thousand. Close. He's got four hundred thousand. That's not too many. That's a lot. That's not too many. Like it's a lot. For what? Like what? What are you following him for? He looks a lot like the guy I used to work for. <laughs> that tracks. You know what bugs me? What is that? Tiffany Tiffany Haddish and I are not friends. Oh man, I think about that a lot. You do? Yeah. She seems like the kind of person that would get me. She seems like a fun... She seems fun. Tiffany Haddish was asked to turn to host the Grammys mm-hmm. for a paycheck of zero dollars. And she told them, no. <laughs> Dateline! Why Tiffany Haddish turned down hosting the Grammys pre-telecast. Exclusive. Tiffany Haddish was asked to host the Grammy's pre-telecast premiere, but the comedy superstar said she turned down the offer when the Recording Academy told her she had to pay her own way. Not only did they ask Haddish to host a three-hour live-streamed event without any compensation, but she tells Variety that she, they wouldn't cover her hair, makeup, or wardrobe for the three-hour event. All of that would have to come out of my pocket, she said, adding, I don't know if this might mean I might not get nominated ever again, but I think it's disrespectful. Haddish is nominated for her second Grammy this year for Best Comedy Album for Netflix's Black Mitzvah, following her first nom in 2018 for her spoken word for The Last Black Unicorn. The 63rd Grammys will take place January 31st, 2021. Uh, Grammys kind of kind of fucking up. They've been fucking up. Fucking up this year. They've been, they've been fucking up for years. They've been fucking up for years, but this year especially, they are uh, not not looking too good. The thing is, like, I remember I read about this story, and like, I looked back further, and apparently they they, they didn't. I think the host before mm-hmm. this year was Bon Iver. Uh, I remember they did that one year where they didn't have a host. 
Well, like I think, well, I think that the, the, the pre the pre um, telecast, yeah, that, it was Bon Iver with the they hosted it, right? Apparently, but they didn't get paid either, apparently. Yeah, but it's like they were saying that um, they wanted they, they were their gift for Tiffany Haddish was exposure. It's like nigga, you don't need exposure. It's Tiffany Haddish, like, what does she need exposure from y'all for? Contacted by Variety, a rep for the Recording Academy noted that the premiere ceremony is not a CBS program and is hosted by the Academy, a non-for-profit organization that all hosts, presenters, and performers have traditionally performed gratis. Yeah. Or gratis. Free. Grata. I, I don't know how you pronounce it. It's free. Uh, the rep also noted that the situation would have no impact on any future nominations for Haddish. I was like, the exposure is amazing, but I think I have enough. I appreciate you guys asking, Haddish said. And as much as I appreciate the honor of being nominated, that's not okay. Uh, Three hours of work. I mean, look, this is how how you end up uh, getting undercut in the business. When you do things... Look, the Grammys are a nonprofit. Like... They're a charity. I get that. Like we all, I think, well, I don't know if people knew that. Um, no, I mean, I get that. No, no, no. I get that too. But this is also a largely popular event mm-hmm. that is going to be watched and streamed by millions of people across the globe. You would think if you're going to ask somebody to host this event that is going to, in turn, generate a lot of money via ads, um, you might break them off a little piece of something-something yeah. on the side. My thing is, like, if, you're going, if your thing is exposure, mm-hmm. you can offer other people exposure. Like, you know, it's, oh, like they're, they're mad acts like they need exposure. And look, this is something that a lot of companies do when... You know, like if you ever if you've ever seen a a company say like, "Oh, send us your best design for X, mm-hmm. and we'll feature it." On, like if like if fucking Pepsi was like, "Design our new Pepsi can," like send us your yeah. new design, and then like you get millions of submissions from artists and designers to, you know, have their their work on the next Pepsi can, right? right. You may get one person on a Pepsi can, mm-hmm. and you may pay them some money. But what are you giving all those other artists that basically worked for hours to submit a piece of work for your consideration? You're not giving them anything. You're getting this is called spec work, and it's been going on for years. It, it has plagued artists and photographers and and designers for for years, because companies will say like we have a great influence, we have a ton of reach. This will be great exposure for you. And that word is always used, exposure. And this is be your gateway into, you know, the, the industry or whatever. Yeah, it's a great con. It's a great con. But, like, Tiffany Haddish need that. Like, it's Tiffany Haddish, though. Like, she was on Girls Trip. None of these people need this. Bonnie Ver, Bonnie Ver doesn't need this. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it, it's, it's one thing to volunteer your time. It's another thing entirely to be used as a, uh, you know, a, a, a token. Right. You know, this is fucked up. It was weird that you would just come to Tiffany Haddish and say, like, you know, we want you to do this for free. It's like, because, I mean, like, even like, like, even like Bonnie, I, I know who Bonnie Bear is. Yeah. But, like, a lot, of, like, a lot of people in my circle don't. Right. But everyone that I, everyone knows Tiffany Haddish is. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need your exposure. Like, she doesn't need 
any of that. So the fact you offer her, like, don't even give her the offer. Like, give it to someone else that needs exposure because there are pity people that are in there that need exposure. If you want to do that, give it to them. Sure, there's a ton of stand-up comedians, writers, yes. other artists that yes. would probably jump at the opportunity yeah, to do but, this. Like, no, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. What? Not necessary. She 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 shaved her hair on the internet. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you? Yeah. She's dating Common. Um. In in nevertheless, they apologize to her as they're probably known to do. Right. Um. But yeah, it's still a. Uh, not cool, bro. It's just weird. It's just, it's just weird and kind of dumb. It is dumb. Like, you got to be smarter than that if you're doing. If you're working at this kind of level, like, you got to be a little smarter than that. You got to know that whatever you do is going to end up online. Yeah. Like unless you're making someone sign a contract that says you can't talk about this, you have to assume that any sort of dealings you come up with are going to end up in you know an interview sometime. Especially with Tiffany Haddish, she's the one said told everyone that's not like the bit Beyonce. Yeah. Like. She's she's a she's a bit of a loudmouth. She's she, yeah. She's gonna she's, she's gonna push it out there, man. She's, she's a bit of a gossip, as uh, I said. A, a bit. Yeah. Okay, so this next story, we promise you, is not a repeat. It may sound familiar, kind of not, but we assure. I can assure you that this is a brand new story, and we're gonna tell you why it may sound familiar after we read it. All right. Dateline, mom influencer. First of all, ew. She called herself a. Actually, she actually called herself a mom influencer. Like she put the words together. Like not even a that separate. is so gross. It is mom influencer. Mom influencer. I'm gonna. I'm a mom, and I'm also an influencer. I feel but like, I'm. But I'm not like a whack. I'm like one of those cool moms. I want Listerine after saying that word. Mom influencer Kate Sorensen investigated for possible hate crime. After claiming a Latino couple tried to kidnap her kids. Damn, bitch. <laughs> Something isn't adding up here. Kate Sorensen, a one. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> the spice. <laughs> Shout out to yourtango.com because this is a great little uh, write up here. Kate Sorensen, a wannabe mom influencer, has been embattled in an ongoing police investigation ever since she took to Instagram and posted a video claiming that her kids, ages four and one, were the victims of an alleged kidnapping attempt by an older Latino couple in the parking lot of a Michael's Crafts store. No. No, no. No, no, no. No! First of all, what is a Michael's? I, I, I've have, I've been in Michaels in like maybe eight or nine years. I've I, I, I've seen one. I've seen, no, they're they're out there. I've never been inside one. I've seen like the um the 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 storefronts. Like I've seen like the the sign. The sign, right? Yeah, I've seen the, the sign. Yeah, it's like that red. Right. Michaels with like a long yep. thing on the M. Yep. Yeah, I've seen that. Here's the thing. Yeah. I don't believe anybody is just hanging out at the parking lot. Michael, of a Michaels, Michaels looking for the lick. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't I don't believe that. I don't buy that. It's not like going up to the North Pole. Casing Oh yeah. And no. casing the joint. I'm casing yeah, like you gotta case the North Pole. Yeah. The video, which garnered over four million views before it was deleted, along with her at Motherhood Essentials Instagram account, shows Sorensen talking about this alleged incident that left her and her kids shaken up. I wish the account was still up so I can see if anybody that I follow follows it. 
just so that I could know who I no longer need to follow. Who what? Who who's following the momfluencer? Who's following the momfluencer? After the video was posted to her Instagram account under the hashtag Save the Children. Oh God. Her followers reportedly increased from six thousand to eighty thousand in a few days. A few days. Bro, I think I got an idea on how to grow our Instagram. I hear, I know that I hear the idea. I want a part of it. I know I know where you're going. I want a parts of it. Just just hear me out. Uh, you are, just listen. Just yeah. you know, we'll talk about it off air. Quote, I saw the, these people. They didn't look necessarily clean cut, Sorensen said to a local news outlet. I felt uncomfortable around them. And instead of making them uncomfortable with my discomfort, I chose to remain in my discomfort. A hero. A shiro, if you will. Choosing to remain in her own discomfort and for the sake of not making these POCs uncomfortable because everyone refers to latinos as pocs now Man. here's everything you need to know about katie Sorensen and the wild claim she'd made about her kids being the victims of an alleged kidnapping and what the accused couple has said about the investigation so there actually was real people that were accused she didn't like just make it up it wasn't just like a random like yeah. oh i saw some some wild uh, Lat- Latinos, yeah. like she actually pointed out, she fingered two people. Not finger, but pointed at them. That's what they say in the. That's what they say in the in the in the cop shows. They say, "Oh, you fingered, you fingered their, uh, you fingered the culprit." That's you what got, they say. You got, they got to rephrase that. No, you just because you, you use your finger to point them out. Yeah, it's not like your finger blasting them. It's not I like mean, you're I'm shoving saying. your digits into someone's orifice. It needs context. It does need context. You're right. Uh, do you want to play this video? Of her talking with her uh, her beanie on. Sure. Okay. Let's let's see. Monday of this week, my children were the targets of attempted kidnap, um, which is such a weird thing to even vocalize, um, but it happened. Um, and I want to share that story with you in an effort to raise awareness as to what signs to look for. Uh, we should continue in just saying, uh, whatever you think this woman looks like is exactly what she looks like. <laughs> um, and to just encourage parents to be more aware of their surroundings and what is going on around them. Um, I think right now we are so distracted by um, everything that's going on in the world that we are kind of... I hate that term, everything that's going on in the world. We know what's going on in the world. There's, a, there's always shit going on in there's the world. There's a pandemic. There's rampant racism. Even before the pandemic, there's always shit going on in the world. There's like, always there's shit going always on in the world. world. It's the world. We're not it's dist- never not doing shit. We're not distracted by it. If anything, we're used to it by now. It's always there. It, it never distracts me. It never leaves. I'm it's- never like, I'm never driving and like, oh, I almost run through a red light <laughs> because I was distracted by all this racism going on. I'm like just thinking about my head, oh, it's racism. I just can't focus on this racism. It's like a rear and someone. Why'd you rear the ozone? Like, what? Um, have our guards up so much about. Um, masks and wanting to keep our children safe that way that we're forgetting the most important way to keep them safe and that is with us um, and to not have them taken so i'm going to share a story um in an effort to raise that awareness but it's i'm not ready i this is hard for me i'm not ready to share this story but i i know it's important and i would rather be uncomfortable um and awkward and get the message out sooner than wait until i feel composed um because i don't know if i'll ever be composed talking about this 
Um, so here we go. On. Hold on a second. Did she say, I want to share this story, but I'm not ready to share this story because I'm not comfortable sharing this story, but here I am going to go to share this story? Yes. Monday, like I said, my children were the um, targets of attempted kidnap. We went to Michael's craft store just to run a few errands, um, get some things to make some homemade gifts. Very quick trip. I have not taken my children out a lot as of late, um, but this was just a con a situation where we just needed to run this errand and i thought i came prepared i brought the what do you think the situation was that she had to bring her children into a craft store she ran out of rosé they have rosé at the craft store no she went to the store she went to the supermarket then went to the craft store after she went to the supermarket gotcha double stroller um thinking i'd just throw them in cover them up put the uh cover on top and just walk through the store quickly grab our stuff and go i only had two items i needed to grab um and then i did a target pickup so that was the only time we were getting out of the car that's where she bought the rosé at the target that or white claw one of the two maybe both maybe maybe why not both um so we get to michael's i park as far away as possible um in an effort to not inconvenience others with our big stroller. That's what I, that was always my go-to when. That's a lie. I park away from people all the time and it's to not get door dinged. Yeah, how thoughtful of you. Whenever I brought the double stroller, I'd park far away so that people wouldn't um, be frustrated with me taking forever getting the stroller in and out. Um, that is the first thing that from this day forward I will be doing differently um, if I ever choose to bring my kids out again. Uh... Okay. He, he, here's here's as a person without children. Mm -hmm. Um, I just want to say that if you are a person with children, you're concerned about the safety of your children, and you see me, because I'm also not always, um, well cut or well kept when I go out. I may just go out like in like you know sweats. Yeah. If you want to keep your kids safe, you can do us both a favor and keep your musty ass, dirty ass, ugly ass kids the fuck away from me. Yep. Because I want no, like, as a person without children, I want no part of your musty ass children. Like, please, please keep them the fuck away from me like pretty egotistical to think that someone would want your kids yeah i don't want your like who wants your musty ass children like when people have kids that are up, able to uh, be up and walk around like if you encounter a child at like mid-afternoon they're automatically musty because like they don't they're at the age where they don't use deodorant yet but mm -hmm. they're always getting into shit mm -hmm. and they're moving around and sweating and shit and they're just like touching everything and they're disgusting. Like, why would I want that? Like, I don't, like, no one. Do you think that you're, I mean, let's like, do you think that your kids are like more desirable than anyone else's kids? No one, like, like, do you think that they taste better? Do you think they're more delicious? Don't get me wrong, like, of don't, course not. They all taste, all children take the sa taste the same. They're gross. They like, all taste the same. Right. Like, there, there are people that are very, there are sinister people out there. Don't get me wrong. That I don't know. Like, there are people that have like sinister things, but for m most people don't want anything to do with your, your nasty ass children. So, if you want to keep them away from everyone, please do that. Cause I'm just kind of tired of everyone saying, "Oh, my kids like." Cause I've been around people where they just kind of like keep their kids away from me. I'm like, please do that. I don't want like because if your kid gets by me, I will have a physical. I I will like probably like just kind of shudder 
or gag. Just because, put a just put a foot right in their back. Because their kids all because like people's kids they always smell weird to me. I'm like get a ugh. like just, I don't want. Ugh. Sources ugh. allege that the older Latino couple followed her into the store and began talking about the features to her children to someone uh, on the phone. I heard them talking about the features of my children, but it was totally paralyzed with fear. Was it musty? Did I, I just say musty. I just couldn't bring myself to say anything. Uh, bullshit. Fucking smell like grass and dirt. Um, I don't know where this woman lives. Fucking Cheeto dust on their fingers and shit. But runny nose. If I press it over and let, shit. Let's just let's just think about this. Ugh. Let's just think about this. Ugh. If I'm a Latino Fuck. person and I'm, I'm with my Latino uh, husband or wife or whatever like that, and I see this uh, imp- young, uh, naive white woman, white woman, and I am attempting to steal their children. Do you think if I would you know, let's just say I'm, you know, a dual linguist, right? I can speak two languages. Do you think I'm gonna? I think I'm gonna talk about the 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 plan to steal no. their children in the language that she most likely understands. And it's and it, here's the thing: like, if we if we if we were talking that talk, it's one woman. It's one woman. Yeah. Like, if what is she gonna do? If you want to get them kids, you can get them kids. I'm gonna get the fucking kids. Right. Like, what are you gonna do? You gonna stop me? What's huh? she gonna do? What are you gonna do in your Lululemon? Like what? I'm gonna fuck you up. Bitch. Like you, Sonya Blade. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, she also alleged that a white van had parked next to her SUV, SUV, and that the man had reached out into her stroller. Sorensen then alleged that she saw an older man nearby, who knew what was happening, and she screamed for help. The gentleman looked at me, and his eyes were huge. He saw what was going on, and I yelled for help. She then claimed that the couple got into a different car and left the parking lot, but another man got out of the van parked next to her, rushed behind her, and acted like he was trying to help her before getting back into the van and driving away. The couple, who had been identified as Sadie and Eddie Martinez, fully cooperated with the police during their initial investigation and were cleared shortly after being interviewed. Hmm. Oh, this is in Petaluma. Petaluma, California. So there's no fucking way that these no this this I'm saying there's like, no fucking way like it's just it's 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 wild that anyone even buy this story as if she's as if, if there's a team of people wanting to take her kids and they would just be like shocked by her her glances. You want that? You want this to get a little bit spicier? You want sure. this to get a little bit better? Sadie and Eddie Martinez's daughter Asaya also spoke out about the incident, targeting her mom and stepfather who was wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt at the time of the Sorensen alleged kidnapping account. There's a cayenne. This isn't the first racial injustice to occur in Petaluma by a long shot, but we are definitely grateful that this case was truthfully, uh, that the truth, in this case, the truth was rightfully pursued. Yo. It's, I just, like, the thing, the, the thing that got me, the most the, the most heated about it is that this, this bitch is chasing clout and she put that save the children thing which is a QAnon like bus thing mm-hmm. which so and things like the QAnon people like they have harmed and killed people in the past mm-hmm. and so you're doing this to chase clout and you're putting people at risk just, just for clout for uh, your clout uh, the reason that we said that this story might sound familiar is because back in May we talked about a Florida mother who claimed that her son was kidnapped by two black men uh, when actually she was on surveillance uh, trying to drown him before she actually killed him. Yeah. So this is a thing that women like to do. 
What is wrong with people? I don't know. Just say you don't like your kids and go. I mean, like, I think, just give your kids up for adoption and go. I think in this situation, it was different. I think it was more like a because she wants to be a mom influencer. She wants to protect her kids. Right. And it's like she just wants to like say, like, I'm doing the best for my kids, but it's like no one wants your musty ass kids. No. It's just weird. I I don't. You should protect your kids, and you do whatever you want to protect your kids. But it's like don't just assume that people want your kids. Yeah, like. Your kids better be fucking outstanding for me to want them. Like, just, like your kid better be able to run like a forty in like six seconds or some shit. You know like, what I'm saying? If anyone ever, uh, if anyone, if anyone ever accused me of trying to take their kids, like I'm flaming your kids like on every social media. I don't think anybody would even do. I don't think anybody would believe that. Man. I, I would hope not. You're on record right here by saying like you just don't like kids. Like I am. I somebody am, accuse you of stealing a kid, we're gonna be like, no, that's bullshit. We got the evidence right I here. I am in the starting five of team, F, team FDK. Yeah. I am like I I am the I am the I am the powerful. I'm coming off the bench. I'm the yeah. sixth man right like, there. Like I like I'm Team FTK. I don't all like the way. I don't like your kids. I don't, I don't care want how, them. I, I don't want to do with them. Keep I don't them care how fuck. old they are. I don't care if they're a baby. I don't care if they're grown ass. Keep, I do not like your kids. Keep them dirty motherfuckers away from me. Bye. Do you have an education for the week? I do. It's a personal one. Um, it came up today. Uh, I'm gonna take it back to. Before I started pharmacy school, before I started pharmacy school, like there was a professor that everyone talked about. It was a very intelligent man. Um, his name was Doctor Mo. That's just like his um his nickname. Mm-hmm. People people in the know know who I'm talking about. Okay. Um, he was uh, people say like, he's a great professor, very smart, super intelligent. Um, said he could say he, he would just come in and walk to the walk to the board, take a sharpie out and start talking. And right on the board, everything off top of his dome. He would just talk about all kinds of things, just like drug names, chemistry, um, like bioavailability, how it actually can body, all that off top of his dome. So he would he would just do that. And I got into pharmacy school. I took his class. First test I took in his class, I got a forty on. That's not a passing grade. It's not a passing grade. Yeah. Uh, and because he did, the, it was the same style that he did. He would just like go in. Start and just, and just start writing and shit, and um, he he's a he's he's a very intelligent man, and there are people that here that will still swear about how good a professor he is. I'm just like he, and I can't call him dumb. Right. He's super smart. Yeah, but as a professor, he's fucking trash. <laughs> he's a trash professor. I'm gonna tell you why. Because it's one thing to be smart, but it's one thing to like you have to be smart and also try to take it to the point where you want the kids. To show your students to learn what the fuck you're talking about. Right. There's like that's a part of it. Like you can't just be smart and just say shit and have people learn it. And there are people that even to this day that had him that will think that he was smart because he tortured me. Right. Yeah. And it's like, no, he was trash. He was awful. <laughs> he was neat. Like he's like he is a very intelligent man. I cannot take that from him. But he's a trash professor. He's the fucking worst. Like, and there are people that. I may be offending some people. You know who I am. You know where I'm at. If you feel a certain way, come talk to me. Wow. If 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 Dr. Mo hears this and feels a way about it and, and wants to say something to me, you can't fail me now. <laughs> if you want to talk about it, because I would love to dust your old ass. God, I would love to fight an old man. I would dust. His, if you, I, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, I'm wow. not coming to him. If he wants to bring it to me, 
Absolutely. I would dust this See, old man. That's how I know you're serious because the fucking beads of sweat yeah, are coming down now. I would dust you've been, his... you've been you've been cool all episode and then now it's like it could be because it's trauma. Like he's he like he tortured me for four years. <laughs> I've seen him touch, and I've seen him touch, touch torture other students for four years. I've seen him touch torture students behind me for years. And there's this still myth around him saying he's a great professor. Like, no. Like your dad worked right. there. And I and I had no I had nothing bad to say about your dad. My dad was apparently well liked. Yeah. This guy, fucking worse. But the, but because he's smart, everything he's a great professor. I'm just like, no, fuck this dude, and fuck anyone who likes him. And if you want to, if you want to, you feel a way about it, you know who the fuck I am. You know where to find me. Cause like, my words are endorsed by my hands. If you want to test the worth, feel free to do that. That was a spicy meatball. Fuck that guy, dude. Hey, you know what? Fuck him. I'll say it. Fuck Dr. Mo. I don't Fuck even Dr. know who he is, Fuck but Dr. Mo. you feel so passionately about it, I'm going to back you up 110% because that's what we do here. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you. If you have not subscribed yet, please do so. You can check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, CastBox. Um, I don't know. We're on a bunch of different places. CastBox? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't do you know what that is? No, I never heard of it since just now. I mean, it's we're on there. We're on a bunch of ones that oh, I didn't cool. even, I never heard of. But Castbox, Stitcher, right. we're on Stitcher. Yeah, no, no, we're on Stitcher. I think we might be on Pandora. I don't know. Wow, really? We're on TuneIn. We're on. I don't know. We could be on Amazon. I don't know. Actually, check. I'd probably get on that and see if we should check out our Spotify playlist, the State Your Take list with State Your uh, with uh, uh, <laughs> with Ed and Aaron. Check out our merch store, the State Your Takeaway with Ed and Aaron. You can check the link in our bio on Instagram. And uh, yeah, I guess next week. Is it next week? Are we in 2021 next this week? Is a, this is the last podcast of the year. This is the last podcast of the year. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to... Uh, do you have any, I mean, I know you don't do New Year's resolutions, but do you have a New Year's resolution for us as the show? Because um, I do. What is it? Just tell me yours. My New Year's resolution for 2021 for State Your Take is to, one, do a live show in okay. some capacity, okay. and two, use this show as a platform for me to meet Lolo Jones. <laughs> I'm dead ass. Is anybody that I want to meet will do this show? Um... <laughs> Cardi, Cardi B? Nah. I would love to have James Harden on this show. Oh, man. <laughs> That'd be amazing. We're ending this show now. <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening. Do you have anything else that you want to fucking say to the fucking people? We love most of you. We don't care for the rest of you. Particularly you, James Harden. Run them, run them pockets. <laughs> Santa, give me that shit. Where the bag at? <laughs>